Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Today is a day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and we'll be glad in it. Amen, God's people. Amen. Today we're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about a few things. First of all, we're going to be talking about grace. Now, what is grace? Grace is, is grace is what we receive from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. It's unmerited favor is what grace is. It's, it's something that we don't deserve, but we have been given. We've been given this grace, right? This unmerited favor from God, meaning, meaning that we don't have to do anything. We don't have to do anything, right? To receive the love of God. See, God loves us unconditionally. He loves us with his agape love. You know, that's the love of God, agape love, which is unconditional, no strings attached. He loves us. There's nothing that we have to do to earn his love because he already loves us. Amen, God's people. And another thing that we're going to be talking about is performance-based Christianity. You know, there's some people that believe that they have to do something they have to, that their Christianity is based on their works when this is contrary to what the word of God teaches us. The word of God teaches us says that, that we are saved by grace and not of works that any man should boast. And what, and, and what does that mean? What does that mean? Well, what it means is that we're saved by grace, right? The grace is the love, the love of God, right? The love of God, the unmerited favor that we're not worthy to have, right? But we're not saved by works. You see, it's not our own righteousness. See, we cannot in, we couldn't inherit the kingdom of God through our own accord, through our own righteousness, because the Bible teaches us that our righteousness is as filthy rags. And so it is not it is not by it is not by works. Now, some people believe, well, the Bible also teaches us that faith without works is dead. And this is true. But let's take a look. We're going to take a look at a story. We're going to take a look at a story in the Bible from the book of Luke. Right. We're going to take a story from the book of Luke. And it's from chapter 23. And uh, we're going to start at verses 39 to 43. 39 to 43. So book of Luke chapter 23 verses 39 to 43. It says, then one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him saying if thou be christ save thyself and us but the other answering rebuking rebuked him saying does thou not fear god seeing thou art in the same condemnation and we indeed justly for we receive the due reward of our deeds but this man has done nothing amiss and he said unto jesus lord remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom and Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in, parad in paradise. That he would be with him in paradise. Now, when we see this, now surely his works could not brought him into the kingdom. Because he, this criminal was worthy of the cross and this is what he was emphasizing when he was talking to the other criminal he was letting them know like hey we are worthy of the cross but this man has done no wrong right so you see he could not enter the kingdom of god of course on on, on the basis of his works because his works were, were clearly would have not brought him into the kingdom because he was worthy of the cross for the very fact of the matter that he had 
transgressed against the law, that this is the very reason why he was being crucified. Well, but what do we see here? We see Christ, right? Giving him grace, right? Giving him the grace of God, the, the unmerited favor. And we see that as well. We see that his faith in Christ, this well, one can say, well, that was the work in itself was the very fact that he believed. He believed in the identity of Christ, of who Christ was, that he believed. And for this very reason that he inherited the kingdom of God. But needless to say, we see here is that he was not worthy, right? He was not worthy on his own accord to inherit the kingdom of God. So in layman terms, what I'm trying to say is it is not what you do, but it's what Jesus did. Now, our salvation comes through our belief, right? Our belief when we we believe in Jesus Christ and what he has done for us on the cross when we received it. Right. Then when we received our salvation by allowing him to enter into our lives by submitting and surrendering our life over to the will of God and and allowing the blood of the lamb to redeem us, to give us the atonement so that we would inherit the kingdom of God. This is this is what I'm saying. So it is not of our own works, because I know there's some people that go about they believe, well, I've done this. I've I've written checks to certain churches and ministries and I've fed the homeless and and that they've done all this and this and that. But I'm here to tell you that's good that you do these works. But the very fact of the matter is it is not our works. It is not our works that has given us our salvation. You know, people, and it is not our works that maintains our salvation. It is our relationship with Christ that maintains our salvation, our belief in Christ that maintains our salvation. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not advocating sin for people to transgress against the word of God or go against the word of God and feel that, that, that we should abuse, uh, abuse our grace. Because even Paul says, you know, he talks about it in the book of Romans. Should I sin now that he goes, the grace abounds? No, of course not. So, very fact is we see here is that it is our belief in our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ and that we have the unmerited favor of God. It is not of our own works, right? And it is not by our own works that we would inherit the kingdom of God. But it is only through Jesus, right? Jesus is the only way that we inherit the kingdom of God. It's the only way. He's, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes into the Father except through me. There's no other way to the kingdom of God but through Jesus Christ. And Jesus already has shed the blood. He has already shed the blood for us. He has made the atonement with, through us receiving, right? Through us receiving the atonement through the blood of the Lamb. We have been redeemed. We have received our salvation. For, we have been washed. We have been washed in the blood of Jesus We've been washed in the blood of Jesus. So our sins that were once scarlet have now become white as snow because we have been purified by the blood of Christ. Amen, God's people. So this is this. So when 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 God looks upon us, God does not see sin. What God sees is the blood of Christ that we have been washed in. We have been washed in the blood of Christ. So he sees only the atonement. He sees only this is my child because now that we are co-heirs to the kingdom of God, we have been washed in the blood of Christ. Now we are co-heirs to the throne. Amen. And now you have inherited the kingdom of God. Now you have been sealed. You have been sealed forever with the promise of God. You have been written in the book of life. Amen, God's people. 
So, as I was saying, it is not what you do, but it's what Jesus did. Press on for the kingdom of God. We know that our salvation is in Christ and it is not in our works. And though we know that faith without works is dead and we will continue to stay steadfast in the spirit and we will continue to press on for the kingdom. I love you in Christ. God bless.